in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, good afternoon right now. It is 12.06, 12.06 on this Wednesday. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. We want to welcome in everybody tuning in. We have our uh, live simulcast going on both Facebook. Our Facebook page, which is John DePietro Show. Some people say, hey, Juan, I'm not on Facebook. Well, we, we're also live on YouTube, and that's slowly building. And then it also goes live onto Twitter. But either way, you can find it. I'm all about finding platforms, uh, whether, and again, it all begins, if you go to the website, topetro.com, you see our links to, by the way, that's easy, there's links to YouTube, there's links to Facebook, there's links to Twitter, also TikTok, and Instagram. So those are the primary ones that I operate out of. And on this uh, sunny Wednesday, it's actually a delightful spring day. Folks, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. You know, this is... When, when we have nice weather like this, I mean, spring is actually pretty enjoyable. But, folks, the Rhode Island's number one garden center. So maybe this weekend you're going to do some work. And it doesn't matter where you live. Take a ride to Rhode Island's number one garden center. But especially those, you know, you live in Warwick or obviously North Kingstown or East Greenwich or Cranston. Take a ride. Support them. Family-run business. They work so hard. Their work ethic is second to none. Great service. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Right off of Route 4. Pansy flats, pansy bags, hangers and bowls, all assorted colors. Tulips, hyacinthias. The spring flowers are really beautiful. The next month is really, it's a, it's a tremendous, unique time of year. Daffodils, hydrangeas, blue, white, and pink. Boy, the white pink and blue hydrangeas look it just adds so much life to your property stop and they also carry many landscape materials screen loom black brown hemlock and mulch crushed stone gift certificates are available they're open seven days a week stop it and see them and again they have a very good facebook page and someone may say to me what does that mean a very good facebook page a very good facebook page is someone to me that updates their facebook page which they do it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Well, folks, good afternoon. As I said, it is uh, an enjoyable afternoon on this Wednesday. We have big developments. Um, there is a big development that's going on. Some of it good, some of it uh, obviously, actually, a lot of it not good, to be honest with you. Um, those on Facebook, please share that you're watching, folks, and make sure you click like on the page. I hear from people that say, you know, I don't, I don't know. How do I know when you're going to go live? If you click the like button, you can get a notification so then you find out when we go live. Like yesterday, we were live for the Fung announcement where uh, Mayor Fung announced he is running Congress in the 2nd District. And we'll see how that uh, plays out. But I want to um, also just draw your attention to the website. We have a good posting coming up later. I'm going to be writing a lot about the voter fraud that's going on in Rhode Island. And folks, visit the website to Petro.com, which is brought to you by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. This Sunday, they're doing a fundraiser for the Brandy Project. Uh, Jim and everyone at the Coesed Inn, they're so supportive of uh, of animals in the Brandy Project, which is great. Poor Brandy passed away, but this Sunday morning there is a breakfast 
at the Cuisin Inn, the Brandy Project. I plan on going to that. But stop it and see them lunch, dinner, or drinks on the lounge at the Cuisin Inn. So, on the one hand, bear me out. I want to, um, I want to give credit, and I, I mentioned it last hour with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe regarding that there's a story in the Boston Globe about the, that the fact that the state Senate passed um, these new, they say, you know, it's all under the guise to make voting easier for people. That's, that's what they, they, hear me out, that's the, the guise they try to do it under. That all of this, um, let me also see this, this story is just developing. Former Massachusetts correction officer arrested in connection with the 1988 murder of an 11-year-old girl in Lawrence. I remember that case. And then also the FBI has joined the search for the killer in Concord, New Hampshire. A couple shot on a hiking trail, which is just uh, terrible, that story. But I want to um, just stay with the voting thing just for a moment. Because yesterday the um, the state Senate, they passed it. So now it moves on. This business of Let R.I. Vote Act. Now, granted, the Republican Party tried to mount some kind of opposition. I mentioned that on Monday, GOP Chairwoman Susie Yankee had a press conference with State Senator Jessica De La Cruz. Um, yesterday, as I was at the fung announcement, I even asked Chairwoman Sienke, um, you know, folks, it's a tough position because I want to be supportive. And it's not like they're not doing anything. But that's a case where at the press briefing, when they were trying to point to different examples of where voting and 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 I'll be I'll just I do not believe our elections are legitimate Rhode Island has nothing to do with President Trump has zero to do with President Trump has nothing to do with voting machines it's the system is not geared to try to locate or find any element of fraud and and this latest development that has come down convinces me of that even more. But anyhow, I'm going to start. And it's also good. This is a good example why, <coughs> excuse me, why it's good to have you have both the Boston Globe focused on Rhode Island, but then you also have obviously the Providence Journal. And Kathy Gregg of the Providence Journal, she provided more information than this piece in the, in the you know, the version issue, excuse me, edition of the Boston Globe, or at least for now, maybe it's going to be updated. But the state Senate voted 28 to 6. The Let R.I. Vote Act permanently adopts measures used in 2020. Now, some of the things in here are are not, you know, not everything is terrible. But the person who's the sponsor of it is the Senator Dawn Ewer. She took the seat of Senate President Teresa Piper-Weed. She's someone that really benefited from having that. She's the one in, the, in August of 2017. She had the special election where she paid someone to go out and get her mail ballots. And there, there's no one, you know, you heard myself and Dan McGowan even talking about it last hour. Listen, if you really wanted to clear up, there's, there's a lot to be said for the way Rhode Island allows these mail ballots. And none of it good. You increase the likelihood of fraud. And many local elections, local elections, you know, representative elections, city council elections, town council elections. Some of them are decided by a very small number of votes. And, you know, the famous one was 2016. Remember Matt, then Speaker Mattiello on election night after he lost? What did he say? No, no, I won on the mail ballots. We have 500 more mail ballots. I'm the winner. How did he know that? How did he know how many votes he had in the mail ballots? And on top of that, he didn't win by 500 mail ballot votes. He won by... 
either was one under 100 or under 200 votes. But just the fact that they knew how many mail ballots certainly raised a red flag. Um, but I want to go to <clears throat> here are some of the things that this bill is going to do. Let voters apply for mail ballots online. I'm not convinced that that's a terrible thing, although in person, you don't have to show ID. Online, I think you are required to show an ID. Allow voters to choose to vote by mail for any reason without having to give an excuse. Folks, that's basically going on anyway. You don't need an excuse. But hear me out. Something very important happened. It's more with the Providence Journal story, but I just want to define, quote, early voting up to 20 days before the election. I'm against that. That really increases the likelihood of fraud. And the the, uh, the the people in favor of this bill, their idea of fraud is that everything has to be massive, right? Everything has to be massive. It would be as if, what if just one person was able to get around it? You know, why wouldn't that be a reason to correct it? Everything with them is, unless it's massive and you have to be able to prove that, that they won't even acknowledge it. This next thing is really important. People aren't going to understand it. Provide each city or town with a ballot drop box that is uh, regulated by the State Board of Elections. That's how they get around the mail fraud. I've been saying that. These drop boxes, there's no other reason other than to get around mail fraud. Allow long-term nursing home residents to receive mail ballot applications automatically. I I mean, I I don't think that's a good idea, but I I don't know how much of a major deal that is, but that doesn't sound good. Anything that becomes automatic opens up the door for fraud. Uh, And then I don't have a problem setting up a hotline in multiple language, although about voting and polling locations, although I don't understand how. Why would you need multiple language? They really mean Spanish. But if someone doesn't speak English, let's face it, there's, I'm not saying there aren't a few exceptions. Um, but more often than not, there are most of the time, if in fact someone does not speak English. You know, years ago, there have been arguments of, these people trying to make these arguments. Here's They try to say there's a huge, and what I mean by that is the progressives. They try to say is the um, there's a large segment of the population that has no form of ID. And that's simply not the case. That's, that's, there's, I don't believe that. Uh, and I've given different examples of that. And we, we can go through the list. If you want to talk about senior citizens, someone, you know, my, my great-grandmother, she doesn't drive, so she doesn't have a license. If you don't have a form of ID, as I've said, you can't pick up a prescription at a pharmacy. You can't get into a doctor's office. You can't get into a hospital. You can't get insurance. You can't get a job. You can't get, like I said, I had an older relative who never drove, who never I don't think she ever had a job outside of her job was to take care of their home. And but she had a bank account, so she needed a a form of ID. She used to pick up prescriptions. She used to go to the doctor. She had Blue Cross. So, you know, she had an ID. It's it's there are no people like that. The other thing that they try to argue is that that there is um, that there are all these people and they try to say there are young people that don't have IDs. You know, that they, you know, that maybe they don't drive and they take the bus and they don't go to college and they don't work. So I find that impossible to believe that there's all these 18-year-old kids that really want to vote.
but they have no form of identification. I don't have to have to go through the whole thing. You can't rent an apartment. You can't get on a bus. You can't get on a train. You can't get a credit card. You can't get into a nightclub. Who who are all these people floating around with without IDs? I, I don't I don't believe that that is. I, I know that that's not the case, but I want to give credit to Kathy Gregg of the Providence Journal because she found out. And then the result of that, I received um, an, e- an email from Attorney General Peter Narona's office with with details on the case that they they have, in fact, now arrested some people. Three people in Rhode Island have been arrested for voter fraud, but I want to go back to um, the 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 three people. None are in Providence, and the reason they got caught is because what they did was they were mailing in ballots. They mailed they voted in both Florida and Illinois. So Kathy Gregg, who did a story on it in the Providence Journal uh, online applications, one of the people said they they cheated. And we caught them. I think it's that state senator from Newport, Dawn Ewer. And see, the system works. But the fact of the matter is, Rhode Island did not catch them. It was other states that caught them. Florida flagged one of the people. What I mean by notice, it wasn't Providence, Pawtucket, Central Falls. Because they don't want to spook anybody. So the people being charged, two in Portsmouth and one in Narragansett. And they two of them voted in Florida. One of them voted in Illinois. So... The fact is, notice it's not, like I said, they, they go out of their way to make sure the people that got caught were not uh, in, as I said, Providence, Pawtucket, and Central Falls. So they're trying to, it should be uh, blah, blah, blah. Let me just find where she says, um, she said it's uh, more people than ever voted, blah, blah, blah. Uh, three voted, multiple states, uh, fraudulently voting. Two people voted. Guess what? We caught them. That That's not true. Rhode Island did not catch them. So um, the state has charged three different people, two counts of mail ballot fraud, for voting in both Portsmouth and then Fort Lauderdale. But Florida flagged one. The other one, there's a, a good government group that flagged another one of them. So that statement of guess what? We caught them. That is That is not accurate at all. Rhode Island did not catch them. It was, it was, um, and Kathy Gregg has more on this, but I I noticed, I went through the Attorney General uh, information on this, and with the one in Florida was tipped off by, um, there's some kind of a a group, it's like, hold on, she has... um, we were, we were not tipping off the other states. The other states were tipping us off. That's right. The case was flagged to the other state by a national watchdog group, not Rhode Island. It was not Rhode Island that caught them. And again, I repeat, notice that, yeah, it was anonymous email. That's right. The name of it is an email from Totes Legit Votes, T-O-T-E-S Legit Votes. So they somehow found somebody voted in both Rhode Island or Florida. So there's some kind of a, uh, a national organization. My point is, 
Rhode Island law does not have anything. The cases were flagged other states by a national watchdog group in the other states alerted Rhode Island. But it's not so that that comment of see, they cheated. Now, folks, the only reason these people are are be, because they 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 used they used the the US mail. The drop boxes they want to put, this is exactly what I have been telling people. That's why you have the drop boxes. Because if you take the drop boxes out of it, then there's no charges. There's no charges. The whole thing is the element of mail fraud is really what they're being charged with. So let me just see this. No longer answering questions directly. Asked why they did not disclose the three indictments of the form Len. Uh Oh. They, they go to Christine Hunzinger. There was the article quotes Senator Dawn Ewer. There were zero claims of fraud filed anywhere with a court that relates to mail ballots. There are three people arrested charged for fraud. They had a Mark Meadows problem. All three involve mail ballots. But she also said, she also said, and we caught them. So now... Here's what the Board of Elections says. The role of the Rhode Island Board of Elections is looking at allegations of voting irregularly is brought to the board. After review, the board then meets an executive session to determine if it should be referred to the Rhode Island State Police for further investigation. Determination regarding prosecution is up to the Rhode Island Attorney General. But the fact, just hear me out, and I recognize not everyone's going to stand the significance of this, but that's a false statement that we caught them. We didn't catch them. So let me just, I want to just highlight this for everybody. And I recognize it's a, I'm live on the air. Um, That, that is not a true statement. That is not a true statement. And she, she needs to be caught, um, called out on it. And I realize I'm tweeting live. This is a false statement. See, but again, they all they they want everyone that wants to vote to be able to to vote. Um, in in this business that well, you know, they they they've uh, voted in other states, but because of the Rhode Island system. We caught them. That that is completely false. It was it was the other states. See Florida with Ron DeSantis. They they're the ones that you know ended up in in Governor DeSantis. As some of you know, he wants to tighten it up even more. That that is completely false. But folks, he, here's my point. It passed the Senate. Now we have to wait to see what's going to happen in the House, and. I um, uh, I go back and forth. I would like to be supportive of the Rhode Island Republican Party and their, their efforts. I, I like to try to be supportive of anyone who's trying to shine a light on what, what's, what's, what's going on. Um, that, that, that did, Rhode Island did not catch these people, but, but that they don't. They don't, you know, they don't care what the truth is. It's just in that moment, 
Kathy Gregg of the Providence Journal, who I give credit to. She contacted Attorney General Pino Narona, and they're going to then, you know, these guys will be arraigned. I, I'm willing to bet they're all Trump voters as well. Um, I find it hard to believe that they'd go after Biden voters. I, <clears throat> I said to um, and someone that I shared that with said, the, uh, Portsmouth's pretty Democrat. I, I said, I, I recognize that, but it's the 2020 presidential election. They don't notice they didn't want to have anyone that might upset a local election. They only wanted to use, and some of them are not brought. Some cases are not brought. They should all be brought. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today at 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. Now, you're listing right now, 1226 on this Wednesday. If you have a plumbing problem or, you know, now we're transitioning from heating to cooling, call R.E. Coogan and Heating today at 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562-R.E. Coogan and Heating. Give them a call, folks. Again, remember what Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Folks, good afternoon right now at 1227. I want to, and I recognize, I'm not trying to have the program go off, but I, I just get so infuriated about this because this is complete abuse of power. This is what they, they are, uh, th- this is ridiculous that they decide. Um, and then they determine, let's see, after review, the Board of Elections look into allegations brought to the board's attention. After a view, they meet to determine if it should be referred to the state police. That, 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 is, that is ridiculous. All of them. <clears throat> all of them should be referred to the state police. <clears throat> Listen how upset I'm choked up I'm getting. All cases should be referred to the state police. Um, what, what do they mean they determine? They, 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 you know, to the state police. What, why are they playing detective? Let the state police look into it. See, again, uh, th- this is like the, the, the problem is. One of the problems, I should say, is the Rhode Island Republican Party is just not built for this fight. It's just, they're just not. They're just not built for this type of fight. And again, I, I asked Susie Ank about it yesterday. You know, if, if you're calling a press conference and you have to, when you're talking about voting, Basically start reading from the Prince of Providence and talk about what happened with the Cianci campaign 40 years ago. It's it's game over. It's game over. And that is the thing that, you know, there are there are, <clears throat> there are people, they have individuals, the woman, the senator, Dawn Ewer of Newport, that's leading the charge for this. Her case is the template where they paid someone to go out and collect Mail ballots, and she notarized 230 votes. One person 
could have been 500 votes. It could have been, you know, eventually 1,000 votes. So the person that's introduced in the legislation, that's the textbook case of why you can't allow this type of stuff. And instead, what do they do? They talk about Buddy Cianci from over 40 years ago. That, Folks, I'll just be very clear. That, that's not playing to win. And I try to be supportive and I try to root for them. But that's not playing to win. That's playing to lose. That's absolutely playing to lose. What are you talking about? And you know why they did that? Because they don't know of any other examples. And the Rhode Island Republican Party does not have a candidate for secretary of state. Let me ask you this. What is the point of having elections if you're not going to have fear, legitimate elections? This is beyond ridiculous. Now, I don't believe this goes on everywhere. It's really the statewide races. But something that the Republican Party needs to be cautious of is this CD2 race, congressional two race. Without question, Seth Magaziner, the Democrat Party, David Siegel. Folks, Providence is always the denominator. They'll bury mail ballot votes in Providence. And unless these people wake up, you're talking about Buddy Cianci. I think I even, you know, I'm going to play the sound of that. I, I was just so put off by it. Like, you've got to be kidding me. That's the example you use? That's the example you use? You know, from the Prince of Providence, that's the example? You couldn't come up with something new in 40 years? That, that's, that's just not playing a win. I don't know how else to say it. And I'm trying to be supportive. I am absolutely trying to be supportive. But I don't, for the life of me, like that's the example that you pull out is the whole thing of like this so much has changed if if those are the examples that you if that's the example that you relied on then then you don't really and i hate to say it but then you really don't know what you're talking about because they'll laugh that off and they did laugh it off i'm going to talk about the state police in in just a moment um i think i have it right here only because I want you, the listener, to know that I, I don't, I'm not afraid. There were some good people there yesterday, and and, and uh, former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung, he had a good turnout. It's not easy. Here we go. Here's us. Chairwoman Susanke. A couple things. Number one, ballot harvesting is outlawed in several states. Yes. Okay, number one. Number two. All right, um, hold on. Stop the tape. Stop the tape. Signature stop, also is not stop the tape. I, I, I'm just saying, it, it was since ballot harvesting, and that's where the campaigns go out and get the, the ballots, if it's illegal in other states, well, why, why, why didn't you mention that at the press conference on Monday? I think that'd be a pretty good place to point it out and point out those other states and point out why it's illegal in other states. <clears throat> yes. All right, let me hear the rest of this. Here's another thing, folks, and I get there's a little inside, but it's it's just I, I it's just so important that Rhode Island allows as an X to serve as a signature. An X should not serve as a signature because then the other side says, "Oh, we do signature verification. We do signature verification. How tough is it to screw up an X?" <clears throat> if you're looking at I draw an X and then someone trying to mimic me draws an X. 
Is there really that much of a difference? The X should not be allowed as a signature. If you're in Rhode Island and you're a registered voter, you must have a signature. You know, what is this? The Old West? Caveman days? An X? An X is allowed. They didn't even mention that at the blanking press conference on Monday. An X should not be allowed as a signature. Then why did you put because the other side said, oh, no, we have signature verification. Really? An X? Of course they have that because that it's impossible. You just make an X. I mean, I have a certain way I write my name. You have a certain way. You can see when a signature doesn't match. Signature ver- verification should not include an X. They didn't even think to knock that out. Ugh. Allowed in certain states. Absolutely. So, so this whole business, when they say signature uh, verification, <clears throat> I, even I couldn't screw up an X. Right, and, and quite frankly, having watched the process last time, there were signatures, John, I would have taken, and they rejected them. And there were signatures they took that they rejected. So it's very subjective. Um, and finally, how come Kathy Gregg in her story, I didn't see State Senator Jessica De La Cruz quoted. Where was she? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't write her stories. <laughs> she ended up on the floor. All right, the chairwoman, now you got to feel good. There's a good turnout so far. Yes, it's great. You know. You're wearing your red. I am wearing red today. It's going to be a primary. Primaries are good things. They vet out the candidates. But on top of that, the Biden presidency is going down. Governor McKee is under an FBI probe right now. I was going to ask you, I'd gone, don't you think to err on the side of caution, he should maybe just step down until this FBI probe is resolved? Well, uh, we would love for him to step down, but of course, I don't think he's going to. Put out to. a press release. It's surprising also that none of his opponents have even mentioned it, really. Yeah, they're not even attacking him. I mean, I don't know how they expect to beat him in a primary if they're not picking out his flaws. Chairwoman Susie Yankees. Chairwoman, great to see you. All right, I thought I asked her about the CNC thing. Apparently not. Maybe it was inside. I am merely pointing out there's... More examples than 40 years ago. I would have used an example from 2017 special election. That's what opened my eyes. That's what opened my eyes. And or in the Jeff Britt trial where Mattiello had to testify, that was mail ballots on full display where that guy, Ed Cotunio, winning ways. My point is that really showed how... They manipulate, and there's ways around, you know, the mail ballots. And there's all different ways that they go in and manipulate someone's vote. That is my point, folks. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show. Hey, listen, it's brought to you by J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality, fair-pricing, exceptional service. 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, patios, free estimate, any project, Letter J, J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730, Call them for a free quote. Why not get your driveway paved? You know, it makes your home look better or your patio or your business or your parking lot. J. Perry Paving, licensed insured contracting company. Meet their clients' needs, no matter how big or small, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway. It's Letter J, J. Perry Paving. Look for them on Facebook, and the website is Letter J, J. Perry 
Paving. Dot com. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, again, right now at 1237, visit the website, DePietro.com. We do have the story. Now it's really taken off. That Providence teacher that he's teaching his students that the worst thing is that Elon Musk uh, bought Twitter. Um, it's so inappropriate. He should not be in the classroom. He clearly should not be teaching children. Providence um, test scores, as I've told you many times, are just beyond atrocious. But check it out. I have the story up. It's now gone. Now the Daily Mail's picked up on and all other organizations. Uh, DePetro.com, brought to you by Brood Awakenings. Stop in two locations in Johnston. They also have a location in Cranston, Pontiac Avenue, and also Warwick. Discover the Brood difference at Brood Awakenings. So now, folks, there's other big news on this uh, Wednesday, <clears throat> and that is, and I, I kind of called this a little bit, but Governor McKee, who is in fact uh, the subject of an FBI probe, but that's not stopping him from selecting the new head of the Rhode Island State Police. And so we received a press release this morning. Lieutenant Colonel Darnell Weaver will be promoted to superintendent, swearing in this Friday. Uh, he'll be the agency's fifth superintendent, first person of color to hold the job. So, I, as I've said, I don't think, I'm not sure I know him. Um, it's, it's odd that with, there was a period of time where the state police had very little tor- turnover at the top. As far as, obviously, you know, Colonel Walter Stone. Uh, and then you had some of the others. In recent years, there's been more turnover. For you had, at one time... Uh, Stephen Perry and then Governor Kachiri brought in Brendan Darty to head of the state police when when Link Chafee wanted to uh, do more with the illegals. Uh, Darty stepped down. Then Steve O'Donnell was the chief for some time. He lasted for a while under Gina Raimondo. And then Raimondo wanted to make the first woman chief of uh, head of the state police, the colonel. So then Ramundo a name that Anna Sumco, who the state police certainly had some problems during that time. And then um, she quickly got out of that. Uh, Ramundo named Colonel Manny. And then now Governor McKee, it's it's hard. It's 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 too bad, folks. Um, I don't believe I'm not I, I don't believe he's one of the top from, from what I hear from the Rhode Island State Police. He his promotion goes over a lot of people, a lot of he him getting promoted to be the colonel. Um, he certainly went in front of a number of different people, but it's it's hard to ignore the politics of this. I, I actually I'll even say I think it's impossible to ignore the politics of that, that Governor McKee, in a you know, in a very difficult primary Coming up in September, it's it's hard to ignore what we're living through right now. Where I mean, you saw the reaction, the first uh, woman of color justice of the Supreme Court. That that was President Biden's own words. He wanted to select a woman of color to the Supreme Court. He wanted to select a woman to be the first woman of color um, vice president. Kamala Harris. How does that work out? Uh, Governor Raimondo 
wanted to, we're going to shatter the glass ceiling. Anna Sumko is going to be the first woman head of the Rhode Island State Police. And now, you know, the, the Democrat Party and Governor McKee, this is just so political. It is. And I, I just wonder, you know, when, when does this stop to start to come to, when do we start to get off that a little bit? Um, I, I don't know that much about his record. He's been with the state police for 28 years. I know he served our country as a Marine. You're not there for, for that long um, unless, obviously, you know, you're competent and, and doing a good job. They say serves as deputy superintendent, chief of field operations, oversees several units, patrol, detective, administrative bureaus, Department of Public Safety. Um, that's what I heard from the Rhode Island State Police, that there are other people that are more qualified, but because politics, Governor McKee, Democrat, he wants to follow the Biden playbook of we're going to make history and we're going to have the first uh, person of color who's going to be the head of the Rhode Island State Police. I just I don't know when we're going to start to shake politics out of this a little bit. Um, You know, President when President Obama became the first person of color to be president, a lot of people felt, okay, you know, that is terrific. And that glass ceiling is shattered. So now, you know, now we can just go about best possible person. But there's, that's, that's not the direction that, that we're going. Um, because then you realize, no, it has to be for every single uh, office and appointment and I just don't think it should be lost on anyone. Governor McKee right now is the subject of an FBI probe. That's a fact. I know he doesn't like it, but that's what's going on right now. So the person who's the subject of an FBI probe gets to select the next head of the Rhode Island State Police. Now, I also know that under Colonel Manny that um, I think they were getting a little tired of some of the meddling from the governor's office when it came to some of the investigations that are going on there right now. And, you know, you saw what happened with Bud Craddock. I I don't like the direction, quite frankly, folks, at 1254 that the state is going, that we're certainly starting to get into, you know, a little bit of a situation where they they once again start to turn a blind eye towards things. And a lot of a lot of corruption can happen when people decide it's an inside game. Uh, Governor McKee could certainly have some sway over his new head of the state police. And he could be, you know, um, that that from what I understand, the the guy down in Westerly that had his picture taken with Governor McKee, who was the subject of, uh, you know, that's a rape investigation. I've heard that Governor McKee was very upset that the colonel of the state police, Manny, and the state police didn't tip him off that that guy was under investigation. Now, McKee is saying, because I wouldn't have had my picture with him. But the state police, they're trying to keep it separation of church and state. But I, that's what I heard, that he was very upset that they were not tipped off that that guy was under investigation. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Wednesday 
is brought to you by Lawn Doctor. Call them today. You can go online at lawndoctor.com. You put in your zip code and you get a quick, easy quote. Or you can call them, 401-392-1025, Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. Call right now or go online. Again, the website's very easy to navigate, lawndoctor.com. But you want to get on the program. They are premium eight service program, early spring, spring lime, late spring, summer, grub prevention, early fall, fall, late fall. Folks, Lawn Doctor, your best lawn ever guaranteed. Plus, they take care of ticks and mosquitoes. It's lawndoctor.com. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. So a lot of political developments. I did see that Ashley Kalis yesterday, she went to the, the Fung announcement. Um, outside, Seth Magaziner had protesters that had a photo of Mayor Fung. You know, we discussed it last hour with Dan McGowan, columnist of the Boston Globe. Mayor Fung wearing a Trump hat. I, I just for the if there's someone voting on that, you're not going to get their vote anyway. I don't think the, the the Trump the Fung people should worry about it. Mayor Fung has told the story that he uh, went down to the inauguration, which was attended by Senator Reid and President Obama and Cicilline. And it was cold. And when he got there, there was a Rhode Islander selling merchandise and they gave him a Trump hat. He put it on. Someone took his photo. And now magazine is running around as if that's somehow disqualifying. Right. Someone sent me Fung should wear a uh, Jeffrey who killed Jeffrey Epstein or my father was not friends with Jeffrey Epstein. Wear that type of hat. Push it right back on. I like that idea, Bruce. Push it right back on on magazine. I mean that at some point. If, if, if there is someone, and as a result of that, that Mayor Fung outside went to the inauguration and had his picture taken wearing a, a Trump hat, you, you're not going to get that person anyway. I, I really mean it. I, I think they should, they should completely blow that off. So now, Governor McKee, today is Wednesday. I am not seeing that he is having any... Um, you know, that's a very good, very good point. The remaining questions, the security integrity of the online mail ballot applications. This bill should never have been up for a floor vote defeated the House of Reps. Why the rush? Voter ID took five years. You know, hopefully it will die in the House. So without, without question. But the X as a signature. But I am telling you, notice the people they arrested. That they're not. In Providence. They're not in Pawtucket. They're not in Central Falls. Now, I have been saying in the past, those are the first people in 25 years that have now been arrested, and they weren't flagged by our system. They were flagged by outside the system of Rhode Island. So I want to give uh, credit. It was Kathy Gregg that found out about that. And then I sent an email. And was able to get information from the attorney general's office. Obviously, she did as well. But I just, um, this business that the, the cases were flagged to the, to the, by a national watchdog groups. And then the other states alerted Rhode Island. So our system, as far as voter fraud, it's, it's not effective. You know, I, I'll believe it 
when our state starts doing it. I also don't like this business that, in in essence, um, the Board of Elections, then they take a vote on whether or not the Board of Elections takes a vote on on, on whether or not they should even refer to the police. I mean, I have a problem with that as well. So, but, and, and also, as far as that teacher, that story now has gone national. This falls now under the state. The state took it over. So he should not be in the classroom. Daily Mail, Rhode Island teacher criticized for anti-Elon Musk bragging. What, why, why is he even bragging that? That's the one, you can see the story on petro.com taught his students that the buyout of Twitter was the worst thing ever. Wealthy elites shouldn't be given these types of opportunities. And he's running for office. He's a state, he wants to be a state rep. Enrique Sanchez. So, now I've seen him speak before. Um, I, to, I, to, if I were to grade him as public speaking, I'd give him an F. Um, um, uh, everything is ums and ahs. Um, I, um, I, um, think that, um, you know, I think, um, uh, police should not be, um, I, um, you should not, I think police, uh, you know, I, um, they shouldn't be harassing people, everything. And this is someone he's, he's in front of students and he speaks at some of these rallies. He's a member of the Black Lives Matter PAC RI. Um, now I'm saying, um, but. I mean, he does it, and I don't mean here and there. It's a lot. It's repeated, and he he continues. And, and how that became the lesson for the class is just pathetic. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by Propane Plus. Call them today in Rhode Island for all your propane needs, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508 252 3359 Propane Plus. Three generations. They're available 24-7 for service and delivery. They offer online billing. Schedule your service delivery at the click of a button. Free safety inspection on the equipment for all your propane needs. You know, they also have a very easy, user-friendly website, which is propaneplus.com. But remember, Propane Plus, propane, energy for everyone. It's affordable. It's sustainable. It's equitable, good for the environment, lowest carbon fuel, and also it's now renewable. But you, all you do is log on at their website, propaneplusheatingandcooling.com. And then it says, I'm looking for residential propane service or commercial propane service. And put in your zip code. Folks, contact them, Propane Plus. Well, folks, good afternoon at 1252. <clears throat> I want to once again also just play... I am so impressed by Florida, like a lot of you, but the Florida governor, Ron DeSantis, he is, um, uh, he, he also had a record haul. He raised $105 million basically for going after, for going after Disney in that way. So for, for going after uh, Disney. But I want to play, boy, his quote about what they're going to do um in florida is is just fantastic with these the new florida voting laws this is um florida governor ron desantis who i think is 
He is um clean the voter rolls. Here we go. Uh, but how do you know that that's going to be enforceable? Right. And the fact of the matter is, when people see something that may be that they think may violate the law, if you call the supervisor of elections, well, they're not investigators. They're not law enforcement. But what are you going to do? You call like a state attorney's office? They're just not. They they do other crimes. Uh, they're having to face someone robs a bank, all that other stuff. Some of them may not. You know, care as much about the election stuff. I think it's been mixed to how those reactions going to be. So we just want to make sure whatever laws are on the books, that those laws are enforced, uh, and that if people know that that we're going to enforce the law, I think everyone will be very happy. So we are creating, for the first time ever, uh, in-state government an office of election crimes and security to be able to prosecute voter fraud. You can sit there and say... You know, that is... I just give him so much credit. Um... <clears throat> I wish I wish Rhode Island, Rhode Island needs this. And especially, you know, look what's happening, how the Rhode Island state senators are touting. See, you know, we caught the we didn't catch them. Our elections are flawed, are, are not only flawed. What I like, he brought it out <clears throat> is many times people don't know who to go to. Right. People don't know who to who to, who to contact. And. And I admit that, you know, even sometimes when people contact me, I want to take it serious. I want to um, encourage them, like, where to go and what to do with it. But, you know, even even I'm not sure exactly what to tell them because I'm I'm not convinced. I I don't want to send someone on a, you know, on a, uh, a fool's errand. And a lot of times that that's what it. That's what it becomes because there is no one willing to to do anything about it. And just the fact that, and I want to give credit, Kathy Gregg of the Providence Journal, she she will follow. Um, okay, here we go. Nellie Gorbia says it her, that it was her office that alerted them the allegations, not the National Watchdog Group. Well, that that is total contradiction. Total contradiction. So that that her response that contradicts the police report. And I recognize I'm in real time. See? You know, Nellie Gorbia's spokesperson says her office alerted the Board of Elections to the allegations of voter fraud, not the national watchdog group cited by the local elections clerk. So we did detect it. As you know, the Department of State is a member of the Electronic Registration Information Center. Through our participation, our electronics division receives reports of potential duplicate voting. We followed these voters to the Board of Elections for further view and the case were submitted. That is not <clears throat> what the Board of Elections says. Looked into the allegations brought to the board. Um, they, they, they See how everyone passes the buck on this whole thing? <clears throat> everyone then suddenly passes the buck. And, and then now you have Gorbea saying her office alerted the Board of Elections to the allegations. I, I don't believe that. That's not, and next hour I'll read, that's not what the local police say. 
and in the police reports with the attorney general. So someone is not being truthful. Either Attorney General Pina Narona's office, the Attorney General's office is not being truthful, or Nelly Gorbea, Secretary of State, is not being truthful. You know, like they say, you can have it your way, his way or your way, but you can't have it both ways. Somebody is not telling the truth in this whole thing. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Endzone Sports Pub. Hey, Red Sox are playing. Celtics are in the playoffs. Catch all the action. End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Karaoke starts 830 Friday and Saturday nights. I'll see you at End Zone Sports Pub. Well, it's 1258. This voting story, I believe, is, and I'm still waiting for a press release from the Rhode Island Republican Party. You know, Kathy Gregg, I give her credit to the Providence Journal. She is basically leading the charge in this whole thing. She's trying to get to the heart of who are these people arrested? How were they caught? How were they flagged? Uh, I'm going to try to reach out to the GOP. Uh, the Rhode Island Republican Party needs to jump on this story. Because this is demonstrating that it's not Rhode Island that flagged it. It was other states. And then when the other state flags it, you know, Rhode Island is left with, what are they going to do, ignore it? I don't know if they, they could do that. But it was other states and a national watchdog group that caught people voting more than once. And again, I'm going to come back to notice, you know, what they're just catching people voting in, in more than one state. But there's nothing to say that there aren't people voting in more than once in Rhode Island. So right now it's 1259. It's Wednesday. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the one o'clock news, get you a news update. And then next hour, much more on this, much more on also, there will be a new colonel of the Rhode Island State Police. That swearing in is taking uh, place on Friday. That and a lot more political news. The power hours next, radio only. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, or you can listen at the website, depetro.com. Folks, we'll be back on the other side after the one o'clock news. W-A-R-E.